Hey everybody, Jay Shlansky here from the Fifth Trooper Network. I just want to take a moment to thank you for checking out this show. Did you know that over at thefifthtrooper.com we have tons of other content, including blogs, other podcasts, all kinds of stuff. In addition, if you want access to exclusive content, you can join us on patreon.com slash thefifthtrooper and join at any level and you'll get access to uh, exclusive blog articles, access to our private Discord, and much more. So please, Check us out, and thank you so much for all your support. Welcome to the Notorious Scoundrels, a Star Wars Legion podcast bringing you the latest news, general perspective, and competitive discussion. Hello, and welcome back to the Notorious Scoundrels podcast. I'm Kyle. I'm here with jay shalansky what's up hello um yeah i don't know i'm good you know what i uh i had some uh little bit of free time like an hour or two the other day and i got to play that new uh starfield video game yeah man it's, man, it's good that's, so what, that's good. what people so tell me good. yeah um I've, I've still got a backlog of other things that have been in my queue for an eternity so so I have to like, uh, cause I don't have any time. Like I said, I, li- I said free time, yeah. but it's literally like Rachel was working late. And so I had like two hours. Right. And so I was like, all right. And, uh, you know, at like eight, eight to 10 at, at night. And so, um, but what I do is, uh, because I don't have any time, I basically, um, I basically pick like one or two games that I'm really looking forward to. And I'm just like, okay, I'm just going to wait. Like I'm going to save up all my like husband points to like, be like, Hey, I, I, I want to play this game. You know what I mean? And I really like um like open world RPG, like Red Dead Redemption too. Like that, you know, you know, those, those are the types of games yeah. that I, I really love playing because sometimes um like I don't have three or four hours to like finish out a quest. So I'm like, okay, I just have an hour. I'm just going to get on my horse or my starship or my, you know, whatever. And I'm just going to go like find some random encounters and just have fun and like go land on a planet and see what happens. And, you know, um, and that's why I liked um, No Man's Sky as well. Cause it's very similar to that where it's just like, I don't know, just fly around, land on stuff, see what happens, you know, and, and this is at least there's a little bit more happening on planets in this one. So yeah. It's good. I I really like it. It's super um super cool. So, so uh, but yeah, I, I've been a fan of of you know their games, uh, Skyrim and Fallout, and they're all they're all really good games. So, I just forget sure. that you can like literally grab everything in those games, like pencil, and you're like, what the? Why do I yeah. have thirty pencils in my inventory? You know what I mean? Because you're like trying to grab ammo and like weapons during like a like a big battle, and there's just like pencils and notepads on the table. <laughs> yeah, I saw some guy tried to like stuff a room full of potatoes to test yeah. the physics engine. Yeah, because yeah. why not? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, it's really cool. One of the things I've been trying to do is so everybody has like these jetpacks on, and so like uh, if you can shoot them, uh, they'll like explode. Like they'll like 
it'll like light on fire like you know like a like a, a breach and then it like and then the guy goes flying like so that's like my number one goal now every time i'm trying to like fight bad like the the amount of times i died trying to just like snipe somebody's you know with like a pistol because i had like the starter weapon like you know just <laughs> trying to hit somebody's uh jetpack so they would do the little floop. uh yeah anyways but yeah I, I love those open world games they're very um I find them relaxing because it's just you know you can do the quest which is great if you got more time but if you don't have any time you're just like ah, i'm just gonna go fly around and see what happens yeah i'm with you and yeah. my mind right now for that is, is Baldur's gate 3 oh nice yeah and it's like you know it's the game that i've been waiting 10 years to play so i'm finally like and it's nice because you can save literally anytime even in the middle of combat so you know where i have 15 20 30 minutes in the margins you just go in there and you play for 15 20 minutes yeah. and then you're like all right i guess this is where i'm you know three days from now when i have another 20 minutes to spare <laughs> all my friends are like posting spoilers and stuff and i'm like no stop i'm like i'm not even uh, close to where that wherever that part is <laughs> yeah that's that's been that same thing with like ahsoka i've been i haven't been keeping up i haven't watched any of ahsoka because Rachel and I like to watch all like we watched Andor together. We watched Kenobi together. But the problem with Ahsoka is. We have to watch Rebels and Clone Wars yeah. and she yeah. hasn't seen any of it. And so like I'm trying to just like I'm going around like different sites and stuff like trying to compile like the shortest list of like the cartoon episodes that I can in order to because she only has so much tolerance for that like. She's not a huge cartoon fan, so it's like, uh, and and she's willing because she wants to know, she wants to make sure we know everybody in Ahsoka, but it's just like, you know, when Ahsoka showed up, spoilers for Mandalorian, I guess, but for when Ahsoka showed up in Mandalorian, she's like, who is this? Why do I care? And I'm like, oh, right. Same with, uh, same with uh, Cad Bane in the book of yeah. Boba Fett, right? And it was just like, ah, yeah, true. I was like, okay, we got to figure this out, you know, so... So and then I just saw like the previews and all the people who are going to be in Ahsoka. It's just like, oh god, we get to watch all these cartoons. And yeah, like <laughs> it really is like uh, Star Wars Rebels live action season, whatever the six, whatever yeah. the next season of Rebels would be. Uh, like it's a direct continuation of the story from Rebels, which, as somebody that really enjoyed Rebels, I think is great. But it's definitely like a drawback of the show that it it does seem like you really need to have that background. Yep. Um, certainly some background on who she is from Clone Wars, but especially like Rebels. I mean, it, it really is like Rebels season, whatever. Um, so yeah, whereas some like a lot of the other like Disney Plus Star Wars shows, Mandalorian and um, Andor specifically, you could kind of just pick up cold, yeah, and just have a general knowledge of the Star Wars universe and still be fine watching them. And even though Mando has like those Easter eggs and stuff from previous shows, like whether or not you know who ahsoka is for that one episode like it's not right critical that you know like her whole backstory and stuff it's enough to know that she's like an outcast jedi okay fine like yep. that's enough for whatever that up that one episode is yeah and i guess in the the book of boba fett where she was with luke and she said something to the effect yep. of like you remind me of your father or whatever and yeah rachel was like wait she knows anakin i was like oh <laughs> yeah. like that is such a long story uh, uh yeah. yeah you could say that <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah she sure does <laughs> yeah 
So, yeah, so we've been uh, just trying to find the time, A, to get that in between everything else we got going on. And I've got to, like, I'm just trying to put, because what happens is I'll, like, read some, and then I'm like, yeah, but she needs to know about this. Otherwise, that's not going to make any sense, even though that may not be, like, an essential Ahsoka viewing episode. It's just, like, part of the story that she's going to need to know, because I think this is going to come up, you know, and it's just like, oh, man. So, yeah. It's the Ahsoka, first... Ahsoka seems it's the first one where you really need like yeah a significant amount of background from the animated series. That's exactly yeah. I was just gonna say that same thing. Like I feel like this is the first one um, I haven't watched live as it came out because I'm like we've got to catch up. I've got to get her caught up so that she can appreciate this because otherwise, uh, you know, she's just gonna be like who why who cares why is this person here? Right. You know? who's, who's Ezra? Like what yeah is right. This? Why are we looking who's for her? No one cares. Like, yeah. yeah. Why do we care if he comes back? Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. Which, by the way, it's, I know this is a thing in like all movies and sci fi fantasy stories, but like the concept of like the one bad guy that is like, I mean, yeah, Thrawn's super smart. I get it. But like, why is it that like his return over some other like reasonably intelligent Imperial Admiral? is so much more like devastating to the galaxy, you know? I mean, look, I get that he's awesome. I get that he's super right. smart. Yep. But there's like thousands of planets in the <laughs> yeah, right. Star Wars universe. You'd think that they could have produced yep. someone that's like 80% as smart as Thrawn. You would think. You know? Yeah. I mean, the... and still likes the empire. Like, right. Well, right. I mean, Moff Gideon, right? Like he, right. Sure. Yeah. That, that worked. Like, you know, I think the, yeah. pro the problem is, I haven't even watched it yet, but just based on like Bob Fat Mandalorian stuff uh, and the the trailers for Ahsoka, like his return seems more detrimental than the Emperor's return in the last <laughs> movie. Like yeah. they were just like, oh yeah, he's back. Uh, yeah, so he's back, and then they defeat him in like three hours. And yeah, we're okay. gonna try to stop yeah. him. Yeah, I guess you know, like what? What is happening? Yeah. And then this was like, yo, all hands on deck. This guy's coming back like uh, uh oh <laughs> well and with Thrawn they spend you know multiple episodes e even just telling the story of how he, mm -hmm. he comes back and it's like the emperor is just like oh boom okay here he is I guess he's back let's move on to the fighting part yeah. something something uh -huh. clones yeah right. <laughs> <laughs> anyway it's I mean look I love Thrawn as a character I just think it's such a funny like storytelling yeah. trope that there's like the one villain that will absolutely like devastate everything and it's like there's nobody that ever really rises to that level yeah right and it's just like okay and i guess with moff gideon like it felt much more uh personal and direct not so much like uh-oh the galaxy's in trouble it's just like right. uh-oh these characters are in trouble right. and that yeah. that's much more like yeah that feels better because you're like not everything can be a galaxy-wide threat like sometimes there's just like your daily threat you know like sometimes well yeah. it's, it's kind of like how every planet in star wars has like two locations on it right yep and they're all the same like uh biome yeah <laughs> like yeah yeah tattooing I... the entire thing is a desert yeah and it's moss isley and moss Espa and java's palace and those are the only things that exist on <laughs> yeah. tattooing well there was uh actually good circle back to starfield real quick in the weekend but 
um i was on a planet and i was on one side of the planet and it was like this desert like and i was like ah i was like well i'll go to the other side i went to the other side and it was tropical and i was like yo what <laughs> it's like this isn't was, how this works yeah, i've I seen sci-fi so, movies i was so happy i was like this is incredible like yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they did it the the madmen they, they made a planet with multiple biomes oh my god <laughs> wild uh yeah so anyways i'm supposed that's not why you're here today folks probably I here that... for legion i would think <laughs> So normally when it's me and Jay, it's a hobby episode. Yeah. But um frankly, there was nothing like burning that we wanted to talk about with respect to hobby. Uh so Yeah, I just didn't have it in me. It's yeah. I'm with you. You know? Um, <laughs> just didn't have it in me today. Um, I haven't done any hobby projects in a, at least a few weeks mm. anyway. So I did get those arcs painted. Oh, which turned out to be a grave mistake. Yeah, which I've already talked about. Yeah. Um. So That's I wish that okay. I had. No. It's okay, Kyle. We forgive you. Well, I'm gonna get another shot because there is a tournament this weekend. Uh, nice. It's a local tournament, which means many of the same people <laughs> will be there that were from Nova Open. This is the home store of um, Mike Barry, as well as both finalists from the Nova Open final. So, um, will not be a uh tip in home tournament if there is such a thing but um yeah it'll be a, a tough local but so i'm taking it rather seriously because i still need it in my... <laughs> um but yeah i'm not quite sure what to bring which we can get to all right but i understand that you have some waffling to do yourself because you also have a tournament so. yeah so um i don't want to get into the details too deep but I may or may not have an invite still and yet to be confirmed. So this weekend is another tournament that we have 18 right now on the books. Um, and so I I want to go in. Um, I, I've decided that I probably won't go in terribly serious, not like hardcore, um, but I want to go in. There's some lists I've definitely been thinking about that um i think could be good and and i so so i have three and i'm actually going to what i'd like to do kyle is i'd like to share my screen and we'll go through them um so they're actually three different lists from three different factions okay. uh i went to the keystone classic was it last month a few few weeks ago three four weeks ago and i played yoda uh, triple barks yoda chewy triple barks that was a list i've been wanting to play and i did okay and you know yoda's uh, very high ceiling so like uh you know he's yeah. very hard to play and i learned a ton of lessons and it was really cool playing it was a ton of fun to play him like i really it was very enjoyable um but i didn't want to play him again uh this weekend i wanted to try something else because i'm just kind of in that phase right now where um i'm just kind of going through different lists types that i want to play and just just to get better at the game uh so the first one i'm showing can you see this okay kyle yep okay so this is a variation of that cassian k2 list that i've been talking about but this one has r2 in it so this is uh 13 activations 
Um, if you're listening, we're going to show this on YouTube so you can walk through with it. But basically, I have Cassian with Hunter Recon and, and his uh, A280 config. I have a Syndicate Capo. I have K2 with Jin's Blaster. I have R2-D2. Two vets uh, with their 93s and recon intel. Two medium blaster troopers. Two Pike Syndicate foot soldiers with their disruptors. And three snipers. That's that's a lot of things. Yeah. Um, so here's my thoughts. And then I'll kind of let be as ruthless as you need to be, Kyle, with this. Uh, okay. But like, I'll give you my thoughts and then you can kind of, you know, <clears throat> punch holes in, in, in the list. So I figure overall activation control is still really good, even with the past mechanic. Um, I think having 13 activations, I'm still going to have two to three activations after most lists, even with past mechanic, because most are running between eight and 10 nowadays. Um so, you know, at least at least one, if not at least one. I'll always have at least one activation after most lists, if not two. Um, so so I'll have activation control. Um, I like Cassian and K2 as you know, they can do a bunch of different stuff. They, you know, they're they're good in certain situations with recover. You know, obviously it's a little harder against uh against force users and stuff like that um there this is a good list in hostage you use the medium you use the mk uh for for the hostage and kind of cover them from there um they have a ton of firepower so even if i do face dark troopers or or some sort of heavy um there's definitely enough crit and impact in this list that you know not you know the impacts just the two uh pikes but there's enough critical in this list to to kind of you know hold things um and then i like having the snipers for kind of like help me mitigate any you know runaway unit that's that's not a heavy um and then i've been thinking a lot about this we've talked about this a number of times on the podcast but uh i think it was the who what 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 did he win was it the uh, mk was it was it age AJ's uh the event with the Yoda Yoda R2 C3PO list triple but triple barks I forgot what event that was but I thought it was a um like a mainland Europe thing but uh, yeah somewhere over there yeah. and we were just talking about like and you were saying oh man it's a really smart list because it kind of covers all his objective plays right and yeah. i've just been thinking and like a lot of the games that i have just like and like hearing you talk about the games you're having and our friends talk about the games like all of them seem to be coming down to the wire and so i'm just like i need like you need to have something else in here like to know that you could get an extra victory point if you needed to tip the scale so it doesn't come down to like a tie. Um, and so that's that's why I threw R2 in there. And in order to get R2 into this list, I had to sacrifice the capos on the syndicate soldiers and vigilance on the 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 pike uh capo. Yeah, so I definitely I like what you're going for. Um I think I have two primary uh, criticisms yep. of the general concept. The first is um, 
just that i mean as you said you had to sacrifice the capos pikes are pretty mediocre without some kind of personnel upgrade yeah um, just as a five man um you know their dice pool is not as good uh they certainly i mean they die more quickly um and their dice pool deteriorates more quickly but also just like the token benefits from both of those personnel options, the surge on the capo and then the, the cash aim on the, um, on the regular dude are really like really significantly good for the cost, but also just the courage to mm. the capos. Um, so I, I would try and find the points for that. I don't know that you need to cut R2 necessarily. You could cut an MK2. You could cut a sniper sniper team. Yeah. Um, I mean, 13 activations is a lot. That's going to be, yeah, <laughs> Um, sure is yeah that's uh, 12 is going to be more than enough i think to um yeah so let's i mean we could do it live here right so let's cut let's cut a sniper okay and then we'll add i think the capo is the way to go yep yeah so i could get both those capos in and i think i could get and i can get vigilance in and stay at 789 yeah yeah and i think that helps too with um sort of part 1a of the same okay uh, criticism which is just that um personally i found that uh just the one one capo commander with the two pikes is is not really quite enough to keep them like topped off on dodges like you want yeah. to um you know most shadow collective lists are running like three capo commanders with four to five pikes in them which is um you know certainly more than a, a one to two ratio uh the the republic lists that run pikes with the capo also have anakin and or padme to share dodges with those pikes as well as some kind of guardian usually with boil yeah. so um I, and i've i've run the just the single capo with the two pike core units and it's i've just found that it's you don't get quite enough dodge generation okay um because even with vigilance you know vigilance is only good if you have dodges at the end of the turn and um you know you only have really uh like obviously they ha- they each have one at one at the start of the turn a second one from eight mm. on one of the two units and then over the course of the turn you get like a one more which is a total of four um from eight which is really just not that much to spread across two yeah. foot soldiers. Um, so that's been my experience anyway, running them like that. So uh, vigilance definitely helps because you can save those unused dodges from one turn to the next. But if someone is like persistently going after your foot soldiers, it's still not going to be quite enough. Obviously, you can use K2SOs, calculate on them. Yep. Um, the other thing I might consider is instead of vigilance, adding 3PO to R2. Because that would give you another source of calculate. Uh, it would also give R two more health, which in an in a uh, meta that's currently sees a lot of bounty hunters, I think is mm-hmm. pretty relevant. Because uh, okay. four health with a white save is very one shotable for like a lot of bounty hunter abilities. Bobo's rocket busks, um, three pip lying in wait. Um, you know R two can repair himself, obviously, but he can't repair himself if he's dead. If he's dead. Right, 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 <laughs> so, right, right. Um. Going from four to six, like doing six wounds in one shot is significantly harder than doing four. Um, so I think that's that's and it gives him something else to do besides just beep bop. 
to victory. Um, so yeah, those are the couple of things. And then my, my second kind of primary thing, is just that, um, you, I mean, you've got a lot of activations, which helps a lot in this situation, but you don't really have a good counter to like an aggressive force user. Hmm. Yep. Um, I will say I have found, I agree counter no counter uh but i i think i have found it, i've played a version of this list i actually played it a lot uh before some of the changes but i found that the pikes like uh by the time that becomes a problem depending on the force user right uh that i just like use the pikes as meat shields and i just like throw them at the force user while yeah. the rest of my army does what it needs to do to secure the victory um and i think that's where the r2 you know secret mission kind of helps as well but yes you're right it is very um it is very short when it comes to force users but i don't think there's much you can do about it if you want to keep this same kind of i think you need to make a wholesale change in order to like really do anything about that yeah you'd have to turn the pikes into like ahsoka and right at, at that point you're running a cassian ahsoka list which yeah. is certainly tried and true effective but it's not what you're going for no right exactly yeah 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 so i think yeah when it comes to force users i'm hoping um there's some that are tricky but you know you don't see one of them much you don't see op luke much anymore and he would be a, he'd be a real tricky one with this but like um most force users you know you can kind of handle by just like meat shielding pikes into them and you know, and then yeah, still having what... 10 activations to do yeah. other things and with those stun batons they can actually do some pretty significant damage in melee to a force user yeah um, really i think the only one you're worried about is commander raider yeah um any of the other ones you can probably just punch to death yep um yeah, i would i would with agree being what it is right now anakin you would have trouble i think like successfully punching yeah. to death but he also doesn't do nearly as much damage as vader does so well and he's not really diving as much no, as vader to, not, wants not to dive yeah. yeah um but yeah and i i think so so overall i think the force commander vader which would lead me to what i'm saying is that i think weakness blizzard force is definitely a little bit is a weakness uh, for this list um i don't think even though this is very much a gunline list i don't think uh um heavies or dark troopers is much of a weakness it's definitely um, it's definitely an uphill battle, but it's not like I wouldn't say it's, it's going to be as much of a struggle as a as a you know as a Blizzard Force list would be against this. Yeah, I agree. I mean, Cassian especially with Marksman helps a yep. ton versus Dark Troopers. Yep, you're basically you're picking up a Dark Trooper model every time he fires. So, um, yeah, yeah and I would definitely be most worried about like a Commander Raider Blizzard Force. Yep. Yeah, that would be my biggest concern. And I think at that point, it's trying to get positional advantage and, and, you know, with cover and everything and trying to get as many shots off before the bikes or Vader can position to, like, start wiping stuff out. You know, I think the snipers help with that against the bikes, you know, start taking some shot and Cassian. Um, but there's still so many bikes that, like, 
<laughs> you know, they're going to get there. Um, it's just how many are going to get there before, you know? <laughs> right. Yeah. And how much damage are they going to do in the process? Yeah. 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 And hoping that maybe you can put the bike pikes in the way. So they're not going directly towards your vets, you know, and yeah. some more of the meat of your list. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Yes. I like it. I think it's uh, an inter interesting alternative to like the traditional Cassian list that we've been seeing. Yeah. I mean, listen, I think those are good lists. I, I just, um, I think Ahsoka is good. I, I just wonder she just seems spotty to me. And I mean, like, yes, she can do a lot of stuff and yes, she can be really good, but I feel like misplays with her could put her in a world of danger. And like that kind of like slows the rest of your list down. Um, and, and so I, I just try and something different, you know, and just see if it pans out, I guess. Um, but yeah, for command cards, I got blast off crack shot, last stand push volunteer mission and assault yeah i think it'd potentially be worth considering r2's three pip okay um particularly like on something like hostage that extra free move can be really useful mm -hmm. um and i don't know how, i mean other than like extra dodges on the vets i don't really know how much value you're actually getting out of assault anyway um, yeah, I think that's fair. Uh, you know, I think for the most part, it's just like order control at that yeah. point. You know what I mean? Like that's the that was the biggest thing for me. Um, but yeah, I could see either. You know, I could definitely see R twos. I, I was between those two, and and I was like, well, what if I want to give this, 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 and this orders? <laughs> you know, you know, like I always. Yeah. I think I get stuck on that sometimes. Um, when I'm building lists is like, but I don't have order control, you know, and I want to have more order control. Uh, but yeah. So, all right. Um, I don't think we don't have to take the time to go through objectives and deployments. We could just talk about the list. All right. Okay. So this next one. Yeah. Good. I saved the last, the, the best for last. I think, uh, the, well, the one where I'm going to eat my own words. Mm -hmm. Uh, so this one was something I was putting together uh, because I was thinking about, you know, how the meta turns and how things shift and all this stuff. And I was like, okay, well, why, why aren't spider droids besides the cost? Why aren't they being played anymore? And it was because pikes, pikes were basically eating droids lunch. And so I was like, well, there isn't pikes much pikes anymore either. Like, so they've kind of been pushed out a little bit. So it's like, I wonder if we bring spider droids back. So this one is Kalani, two naked B1s, two B1s with the E5S, Bosk with Hunter and Targeting Scopes, two Magna Guards with their Rocket and Situational Awareness, and then two of the Spiders with Attack Protocols and Nose Mounted Ion Blaster. Yeah, it's interesting. I This would be great into any like armored list for sure. Yep between the two ions and the, the double rps and bosk um the only weakness i think primarily is just going to be like objective play yep uh is you know it's a very static gun line which is which is fine if you can kill stuff then you'll probably be all right but yeah um it's definitely like not particularly strong at any of this the quote-unquote skew objectives um yep but other than that, I mean, it's it's a nice, efficient-looking list. I, I do think there's something still to spider droids. Um, I think there might be something to the flame spider droids, personally, running those. 
uh, alongside yeah. Magnagard. Um, pretty interesting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's definitely like a list like that only has one mode. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but it's a pretty good mode. So, but yeah, yeah. I like, yeah, I, like I, was, I was just thinking about, and you're right. I yeah, objective play is tough. Um, I think you would just get yourself in a position of like um a key positions or an intercept the transmissions where they have to come to a central spot and then yep. you're just kind of murdering things as they do. Um, I think Bosk has a little bit of play to go after some middle objectives like a recover or yeah, there's a little there, not not a ton. Um you know, the Magna Guard, especially with situational awareness and Kalani, are just super hard to kill. Um, like, I almost at one point thought about putting like a PK droid in here just to like heal, heal them up as they like, oh, you got one? Yeah, not anymore, buddy. Like, you know, and just bring it back. That's because that's super annoying. And then you got the, the bounty. You know, you, you also have the option for a bounty if they've got a, yep. you know, a, a, a commander on the field. Um, bounty's tougher, I think, than secret mission, but it's still a, a, the availability of an extra VP for you. Yep. Yeah, um, I just it's yeah. just a it's a little awkward right now with straight gun lines. Like you used to be able to build a gun line deck with four objectives that at least like didn't suck for you. Um with payload on VAPs being super high risk right now. Like I, I don't even know what I mean, clearly you take KP and intercept. Yeah. Um and you've got an eleven point bid, which is great. That means you can essentially like make your deck. But I don't really know. I don't really know what your third and fourth objectives are with just yeah. like a pure gun line like this. I mean, you could almost do bombing run and like put them on the Magna Guards and just like, like, yeah, I don't know, try to kill them. Yeah, and put just one, like... put one on a spider droid, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That's yeah, a it's... it's tough, right? It's a maybe. Um, yeah. You, and you could do recover uh, and just be careful, like make sure you vote it out if it's against somebody you know is just gonna like crush you at it. But like any other, like you you get a you take blue player against a tempest forceless or even, um, uh, oh, shoot the other one just fell on my head. But even some of these other lists, and you take a you take recover with this list, like what are they gonna? There's not much they're gonna recover with, and anything they try to send in the middle, you're just gonna dice up. Yeah, I guess maybe one possible flex for this would be to just swap out Cad Bane for Bosk. Because um, Bosk kind of like leans into what this list already does pretty well, which is longish range poking. Yeah. Whereas Cad Bane gives you that legitimate objective play on recover for sure. And um, arguably also on like um, uh, hostage. So would you give him his gauntlets or what would you give him for upgrades? Yeah, so that's where this gets weird because of the points, he's a little yeah. bit more points than Bosk. He, he definitely needs the gauntlets. Um, I would personally also give him a relay and uh, duck and cover and situational awareness, which is another wow, that's 11 good points. That brings you points. right to Anard. Um, so you could potentially cut something else, like cut the situational awareness on the Magnus. Um. What was the other one? Duck or, and cover, yeah. Yeah. Or you could use um just the regular generic tactical droid instead of Kalani. Um Yeah, I do like the strategize too though. But, it is. But the yeah. other one has strategize one and he's ten points cheaper, so 
Um, yeah, so you could do that for yeah. seven ninety. Yep, and that gives you a little bit more. Um, you know, that fills out that awkward third and fourth space a little easier for a gun line. And then you you'd clearly play cads. Yep. Cards, uh, and then uh let's see uh, let me take that one off so so i'm in control uh i'm your worst nightmare i make the rules now and then you would play would you do they two would suffer or would you do like an ambush no i definitely do they two will suffer that's a, that's a very good card yeah um and then probably uh the do not underestimate our means that's also a good card um so the two pip is a tougher call. Uh, I think it's the orbital strike. Yeah. For preservation protocols. Um, but preservation protocols is pretty good too. So yeah, I'm, our personal personal preference whether you want. Yeah, to maybe with this because you're trying to give CAD cover if he's going to be mixing it up, you know, yep. closer. You probably do. yeah. All right. Yeah. So we ended up on super tactical, two naked B ones, two B ones with E five S's, CAD with ducket cover, situational comms relay and electro gauntlets, uh, magnet guards with their with their rockets and situational awareness, and two spider droids with attack protocols and those mounted ion blasters. I, yeah, I think that's a pretty nasty list. Um, yeah. and then you still got ten point bid. Yep. Which I think you'll need because you definitely want to avoid those like mobility skew objectives. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So the final list I have now, this is I uh, a couple of weeks ago, I played Lucas Technophobia yep. and uh, he played a Callus double bounty list. Okay. And I played Tempest, came uh -huh. down to the wire. He ended up taking it, but it was like right to the like final, like it was like, oh God, I don't know who's going to, you know. Um, if like one roll had gone either way, I was going to take the game basically. Uh, so with that uh, show that he put on, I built my own double bounty list. And this is where I'm going to eat my words. Um, so he had a callous generic commander, I believe, uh, or maybe just callous. I don't remember, but he, he had callous yep. and it got me to thinking about like maybe some of the things where I felt like Callus wasn't really like sure Callus good on the command hands and he's got some, you know, he could take some good shots here and there, but like, I just felt like there was something missing. And so I actually am bringing Krennic back for this fight. Okay. And I have a Krennic Boba Fett with C's flame projector and recon Bosk with Hunter and targeting scopes, shore troopers with their T 21s, two of those uh, two mortars, death troopers, with the DLT-19 offensive push and the E-11, and then uh, two sniper strike teams. Yeah, this is really interesting. I have been looking at double bounty lists myself um, because Boba Fett is so good. And uh... Uh, Yeah, so, all right. For a while, I was saying how I didn't think Boba Fett was good and everybody was just overstating how good he was um i was wrong i was yeah. wrong he's he's really really good and i think it was because um i was like because i played this last night mm -hmm. and i was trying to in retrospect 
why did I think he was so bad? And I think the answer to it was I wasn't thinking about the new cards. The new command cards really take him to a different level. Simple, he... man, simple man in particular. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, rule with respect is like really it's nasty. Also very too. good. Yeah, yeah. it's like, more situational, I think. But it, it is. is. There's there, sometimes like when you just set up like the perfect, you know, like all the things are in range. Boba Fett's yeah. right where you want him to be. And boom, you're throwing ten extra black dice. Basically. Well, and that's yeah. I mean, and that Lucas kind of did that to me where we were playing, and he was in a situation where basically his entire army was behind one building. Or like on top of the building, yeah. like in various, just on this building, because that was basically the only line of sight coverage that he had. Mm -hmm. And he had two ATSTs and two, you know, speeder bikes coming down the down the pike. Uh, and, and so I he did that. He did the rule with respect and every single one of his activations got an extra die. And we're just like shooting my ATSTs and my speeder bikes. And so I, you know, that I was just like, oh, wow. Um, and then simple man I, I, with seize the initiative is just like, oh, I get it. Like, you know, yep. it, it just like, it just all of a sudden clicked. And like, so like last night, um, it, I, I ended up losing Boba, but he he took out basically two entire units and then and then died. And I was just like, oh, yeah, right. This yeah. is this is yeah, why he's I get it so, now. this is why he's yeah. so good. Um, yeah. And so for me, because um, one of the things I noticed when I played Lucas, I, I believe is one of his shores, like I really just suppressed down. Um, and like he was struggling for actions. And so I was like trying to think about, well, what could I do with that? And I was like, well, Krennic has compel, you know, and I'm like, and he's he's 75 points. And I go, and if I put death troopers in here, they'll always have an order, you know, if if they're with with the entourage. So I was like, oh, that's super interesting, too. And I really liked I really like deploy the garrison uh in this list as well like having a turn where boss and boba and and death troopers all have standbys or or sure sure death troopers you know all has standby like you know there's a lot of potential there with like holding holding a table side yep. um and so anyways yeah yeah, Krennic's interesting. I I think most people in this setup look for like the generic or, or callus, but I actually there's a couple of reasons that Krennic is really interesting here. The first is um simply as you mentioned, compel really helps those courage one core units. Because typically double bounty doesn't really have much support for its courage one core units. Yep. Um and don't get me wrong, shores are fine with just the T twenty one. But you slap one suppression on them, and suddenly they're not fine. Yep. Um, so compel helps a lot there. Uh, I also like just how the command cards kind of fit together, because the the two pip slot is certainly Boba's weakest of the various slots, and that's also the one that contains Boba, uh, Krennic's best card, yep. the Garrison. Yep. Um, and how you've built the command hand here with uh rule lying in wait deploy the garrison rampage simple man and whip cord is i think exactly how i would have done it um i would consider like swapping out rocket 
for rule just because i personally i find rule to be kind of like positionally limiting yep um but that's just a flavor thing or more rather a uh preference preference tactical preference um i do think you have probably like an unnecessarily high bid here you also need uh underworld connections on chronic so that takes oh sorry that yeah that was in there i don't know why that's not in there yeah um i would consider a couple things here i'd consider um improv on chronic just because throwing back one of those bounty hunter tokens when you really don't want to pull it is pretty important um, both Boba and Bosk are fairly time insensitive, so it, it helps there. Um, I would also consider like a comms relay on the Death Troopers. Um, you wouldn't be able to use it to like give an order to one of the bounty hunters because the Death Troopers themselves don't have allies of convenience, but you could use it to make sure that you always get the possibility for an order on the shores to trigger yep. um, that free aim token. So yeah, and and uh, yeah, and maybe some fire support with the mortars or something too. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. And personally I find death troopers, unless you're trying to do something like specific with them on a certain turn to be pretty timing neutral. Um Yeah, I would agree because so, you're you're usually holding them to like Yeah. Yeah. And you've got three special forces tokens in your bag. So yep. um yeah, it's it's basically entourage amounts to like a free order on a shore every turn, which is the other primary issue with double bounty which is that you often have trouble getting orders to shores and shores are yep. significantly worse if they're not getting orders. So, um, yeah, I like it. Yeah. So, yeah. So those are the lists. Um, I'm Ben, uh, I was leaning towards the Cassian, uh, until I played this last night <laughs> and then I was like, Oh no, I'm going to, maybe I'm going to play this. This seems, this seems like the hot ticket. Uh, I yeah, think, I think that's the right call yeah yeah so this is definitely probably out of the three this the most meta well maybe cassian cassian's pretty meta right now too Cassian's pretty meta yeah um this to me this looks like the best of the three that you should yeah um the most well-rounded certainly yeah and this is the one um you know, I still I had what when we looked at it, what it was at 789 or whatever yeah. I had on it. And so we just added 10 points, which I think was good because I I hadn't gotten that far. But like, yeah, I think the the bid didn't didn't real it doesn't really matter because this list it's is not as important. So good at everything. Yeah. You know? And you almost want table, you almost want to pick table side with this list because you're gonna want positioning, you know, like that seems more important than the objective play because most of the objectives you're going to be able to handle anyways. Yeah, double bounty is pretty good as a red player list, typically. Um, yeah, I like it. I'd play this one if I were you. Between okay. those three. You got it. Um, yeah, so my waffle is one that I've had already, but basically it's... Really, I have three options. Uh, no, you, know, you have one. Just do it. It's just okay. Blizzard Force. That's your only option. I don't know why we're even playing games. Do you want the invite or not? I mean, that's the, the it's a, it's a simple question. Uh, look, I so there's. <laughs> Do you want the invite or not? <laughs> All right, I I recognize that my record with Blizzard is comically good. Mm-hmm. Um, that is, however, with old Blizzard. 
it is still very good with Commander Vader. Um, I I don't have any much practice with Commander Vader. I'm very much used to operative. I know I know that like they're different. Um, mm-hmm. They're frankly very different from each mm-hmm. other. Um, I'd agree with that. I have I have enough force user experience that I think I'd be f- fine. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's a strong consideration. That's that's one of my three options. The other is just swapping Padme back in for. Um, I think that's good. I think I, I I would if you told me if you went back to your Anakin Padme list. And that's what, and that's what you said you decided to bring. Uh, that okay, that's a yeah, that or the Blizzard list. These are the two that are acceptable. Those are my answers. two strongest options. Yeah. Um, the other is either Iden Bobo or some kind of double bounty situation. Um, double bounty would be. I would strongly consider that as well. Yeah. See, I this mean, is not as simple as you make right, it out. All right. All right. <laughs> Um, well, okay. I'm... I guess I would cut out double bounty for the for the one reason because it de- it just depends on your mindset, right? I got a lot of flack because I said this that like everyone was like, oh, just bring a medal is Jay's blah blah blah. But I, the, the, what I'm saying is, if you want to win the finals, you don't bench LeBron. <laughs> like, right? You, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, it's just that's just how it is. Uh, and so, like, if you, I think for you. You already know what you're capable of with Anakin Padme, right? You you, yeah. you have that one locked down. So I would probably put that one in first place. I would put, now that I've heard your reasoning why you wouldn't take Blizzard, I would put that into like a close second. And then probably the bounty would be third just because you haven't, you understand it tactically. But to just like pick that today or tomorrow and then go into a tournament on Saturday in a pretty like, I mean, you you guys have a you you guys have like a gauntlet like we have up here. Yeah. You know, it's not an easy it's not an easy win. So, I think you're gonna want to go with something you're pretty confident in. You know. Yeah, and I definitely have the least recent reps with yeah double bounty. Well, and I think the other um, thing with double bounty is is Boba really good? And have I am I taking back what I've said? Yes, but I also think at times he he can still be a glass cannon. And he can still like just die, and you're like, well, there goes that. I guess like that yeah. doesn't make any sense. You know what I mean? And and uh, so, if you haven't repped with it, you are probably going to be more prone to making a mistake that would. I don't know that you would put Bob in a position like that, but you may be tentative with him, or you know, you know, there's going to be some sort of hesitation there, or 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 mistake. I think just from yeah. lack of reps. I'm less worried about Boba because I've played him a lot. Okay. Um, don't get me wrong. I'm no Luke Cook, but yeah. uh, I'd consider myself a pretty good Boba player. It'd be the rest of the stuff. Um, you know, like I'd probably slot IG-88 in there as the second bounty hunter. I've I've never played IG-88 yeah. in a tournament setting. so Dude, Bosk um, is so good. Bosk is also very good. I'm definitely more familiar with Bosk. Um, but yeah, it, it would just, the, the list would include components that I was... Yeah less practiced with let's put it that way well Bosk is just um, so he's he's so versatile because i think every we've talked about this long time ago when Bosk was first out but like the you know when he the double attack turn like you know what some people don't see is the triple move 
Like, that's, yeah. you know what I mean? That's the one that's the more scary of that, I think, where you just have this lizard that just like sprints across the field and just runs into something or like, you know what I mean? Or just like scores an objective or something. You're just like, what just yeah, or, happened? Or the, or the peekaboo moves, single attack move again. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's but, a great one, too. Yeah. Yeah. Back or back when the one pip slot wasn't so crowded, uh, Diaxis, I think, still is a very underrated card. Um, but you could like, yeah, you I could don't use disagree. The, the triple move reptilian to set up a good access and then play that next. <laughs> um, uh, that was a hard, that was hard for me, but I think simple man. And, and I mean, you have to have an answer to like Ahsoka and force yeah, users. So you, you need whip. Yeah. yeah. Simple man's too good. And you yeah. need a whip cord for those yeah. situations. So yeah, it, there's no question that you take Boba's cards. Over but I definitely looked at Diaxis for a while. Yeah. I was like, Oh Yeah that would be really nice you know but you're like yeah but that doesn't solve these other problems <laughs> yeah, so. yeah but i yeah i don't know um gosh i, but I yeah it, commander vader is different but he's not that different where you i don't know that you would fully play i think you could be a little bit more aggressive with him than you were with operative vader but you would have, but in a different way, like, um, cause operative He's, Vader has the speed where he could, you know, he could move, but, but, you Commander, know, Commander Vader really like requires you to commit. Yeah. Um, he's kind of got, you know, because of his movement speed and how burst of speed works. Um, he kind of has like his, like, once you go in, you're like, I'm in and Vader's going to be here yeah. for the rest of the game. But, uh, but what, you're whereas, right operative vader can kind of like poke and prod yeah and work on the margins a little more easily that, that's exactly right choose choose his moment to dive with a little more discretion whereas yeah commander vader is like once you're in you're 100 in and you're right whenever you and his utility before dive. you do that yeah is going to be sort of limited yeah exactly um, he's so. more of just like uh i mean he's basically you know helping your army not care about suppression so like yeah. that's the one bonus right like is yeah. they're still gonna score objectives because they don't panic because they don't give a shit uh yep. um you know he's gonna he's got compel now right and yep. so like you know he's got he's got some interesting other control i think until you find your dive timing but you're right he's he's very much a you what but when you are aggressive you're hyper aggressive with him yeah you know that's it the rest of the time you're waiting he's like you know it's almost like he's asleep and then you you know you just wake it's him up and you're like oh you know yeah yeah then he's yeah. a raging bear yeah exactly just like i know we've talked about this before but just like the night gabo you know like fanatics when they like nothing nothing yep. no and then you just like throw him out of your uh for old fantasy uh fans yep. um warhammer fantasy fans to but yeah, like he that's exactly what he's like. He's a, like a night goblin fanatic where he's just in your he's in your like army and then all of a sudden he like runs out and just starts like cremating things. Um yep. but yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, your your record would dictate would, would dictate Blizzard. Blizzard. Um yeah. your reps would say anakin padme but i mean even though it's a little different it's not that much different i know and 
I mean, I'm, I've only lost one game to Blizzard Force in history of me, which is yep. And, that and that's was... that's a pretty significant sample size too in tournament games. So. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that was Delilah and Worlds. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> Very. It was like a not yeah. a non. You know, it was a the game you would want to lose. You wouldn't want to lose to like Joe Schmo at like you <laughs> you know you'd rather yeah. it be against a top level player. You know, in, yep. at a Worlds event. Um, I mean. You'd rather not at all, but but sure, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I yeah. mean, all right. Let me ask you this: with the landscape as it is today, mm-hmm. I mean, I already know the answer. Blizzard Force, like, it's still number one. Like, I, I, I know everybody thinks it's. I heard somebody. Maybe it's like a text group or something I'm in, or like some other group. Someone was like, "Well, Blizzard Force really isn't a factor anymore." I was like, "Dude, they've won like the last like three or four tournaments. What are you talking? Like, yes, they are very much a factor, and still, it's not as it good in... as it used to be, but it's still very, no, very but good. it's still, but the... okay, before it was unbeatable. Well, you know, almost not unbeatable. quite, almost was, unbeatable. Yeah. One in two hundred. Uh, but but now it's ju- now it's great. Yeah, it's now it's like now it's more like in the conversation with some other options about what's yeah. the best thing to be running rather than just the conversation. I honestly uh, don't even know outside if you okay. So you go Blizzard, you go Anakin Padme. Double. Um, I don't even know if Double Bound. Maybe I don't know what are the things you you run. What would you put in that conversation? Yeah. Um, Because that'll tell you what you're going to face, and then maybe that'll help you make your decision. Uh, Blizzard, Anakin, Padme, Yoda. Um, There, I think, are there are several Empire lists you could put in that conversation. Tempest Force, uh, many variations of bounty hunters and dark troopers. Yeah. Um, uh, Droids with Cad Bane. Mm -hmm. In some, whether you're talking about staffs or magna guards, some kind of variation of that and then casting ahsoka okay so if you take let's start let's start at the back and work our way up okay you have blizzard you have let's just stick with blizzard blizzard and anakin padme okay cassian yep. ahsoka which list is better blizzard or, or anakin padme if i had to answer that question i'd know what to play on saturday <laughs> it's blizzard um, i'm not sure that's true <laughs> Having played Blizzard into the Republic matchup several times, um, Blizzard is one of those lists. the The old pre nerf version used to be both very good at attrition and also incredibly good at its objective deck. Um, it is definitely like the the way that it feels the nerfs now primarily the most is in the attrition department, um, and it was always sort of not great at that into Republic anyway. Um, so if Republic can even get like a moderately disadvantageous turn zero situation instead of just a completely disadvantageous one, which I think if you're running Padme with um, her three pip, you can do that, then I think Blizzard's in trouble. Um, like in the matchup that I lost to Josh, if I have Padme with her three pip, uh, then I I just I do disarray and bombing run and... You know, I make him come to me. Otherwise, I win four three. Um, 
And that's a totally different situation than the one I ended up with in which mm. was playing Vader on Hustle. <laughs> um, so, and it, even in that situation, I was like very much up on kill points by the end of that game uh, because Blizzard just doesn't have a lot of tools to deal with like a Dodge Castle. Okay. Um, you know, bikes are great when they're firing out of cover and into things that don't have a lot of defensive tech, but um, neither of those situations are going to be true against a Republic list. So, and that's just been my experience with Blizzard. Okay, so so Republic is one so far. So then, if you're, you... I don't think it's quite that simple. But I, let's just say that it I it can feel, be. We can feel, make it that simple. Yeah, I feel <laughs> I feel more comfortable about the matchup. Yeah, particularly swapping Padme back in there, playing the Republic side of it. Okay, so out of the two lists versus a Cassie and Ahsoka list, I'd definitely rather have Blizzard against Cassie and Ahsoka. All right, one to one. Yeah, it doesn't have as much defensive tech. Uh, the high velocity matters a lot less, whereas that high velocity is going to be quite significant against the Republic list. Yeah. So, okay, those lists against the Cad Bane list. I think they'd both be fine okay. against Cad Bane. One for each. Yeah. All right. Next, Dark Trooper list. Uh, slight advantage, Anakin, but I think they'd both be all right. All right. Uh, Tempest. So let's say most people are going to play triple ATSTs because they can. Yep, that's fair. Um, um, but you could see a double ATST, double speeder bike. That would be like those would be the two variations. Yeah. If you're talking about aggro Tempest, like the ones with grade launchers, yeah, I'd rather have Republic. Yep. Um. If you're talking about the like ranged version, that's kind of stays at range three to four, um, and forces you to use your long range anti tank weapons, then I definitely prefer Blizzard in that situation. All right. Um, okay. Double bounty. Uh, I think they'd both be fine, but I'd probably lean Blizzard in that one. All right, so here's the problem. We're completely tied, and situationally, you've leaned either way. (laughs) (laughs) See? This is not an easy decision. All right, you're up against... uh, These are all things that have like been running through my head recently. So if you're up against a mirror match of Anakin Padme, is it Anakin Padme, or is it Blizzard Force you'd rather have? Uh, I think I'd be comfortable in both those situations. <laughs> Not what would you be Look, comfortable in? What What would you rather have? We're talking about two lists that I have played to death in the last yeah eighteen months. So, um, probably the, the two lists that I've played the most in that time period. So this is really tight. You're right. This is really. I, tough. I know. <laughs> Why it's tied. About it. It's completely tied. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Um I guess I would I would lean Anakin Padme. I think as much as I joke and been like, well, Blizzard, you know, I think you're right. If we're if we're going to incorporate all our rules that we give that all my advice that I give out to other people is my first one is play a meta list you already are okay yeah. either way either way you go 
And then my second is, what do you have the most reps with? And the, and it's Anakin Padme because you don't have enough reps with this version of Blizzard Force because it's, it's a change. Right. Um, so then, yeah, I, I would say I would say go Anakin Padme. You got the reps. You you're tied as as far as matchup. So you're fifty fifty going in either either one. You go. I, I think you'd rather have the practice and the muscle memory behind you. I definitely have more recent experience with Anakin Padme. Yeah. So. Well, I would say total because, like you said, Commander Vader is a completely different. He's different, game. and yeah. even though you've played him, yep. you haven't played fully this iteration of him in this list. Correct. Yeah. Yep. And I think you saw a bunch of stuff just in that tournament at uh, what was it, Nova, that you were like, "Oh, if I had Padme, I could have done this." Like you've you've been telling us that, right? So I think. Yeah. Yeah, I think you go with that. You've got the reps. You've got it on your mind. It's the most recent thing you've been playing. So I think it logically makes the most sense. Yep, that's fair. Hopefully on Monday, I'm not ranting about how I should have picked Blizzard. <laughs> we'll see. I'll take ownership of talk. If you, if, you, uh, if you do pick Anakin Padme and you say I should have taken Blizzard, I'll, 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 take, I'll take that one. I'll take that L for the team. <laughs> All right. But I mean, I mean, right? Because if we're just employing the same, yeah, no, it makes perfect sense, right? In a in a world where they're functionally tied, from a which one should I play? That Anakin Padme is the one that I have more reps with and more recent, yep. more specifically, more recent reps with the specific version that I would be yep. playing. So, yeah, yep. I mean, after playing that Yoda Chewy list, I just like, uh, I was like, oh, this is why people like playing Republic. Mm -hmm. It's just like, oh, you just shot them. Yeah, nothing happened. Good luck with that. Like, it's <laughs> yeah. just like, yeah, it's just like... <laughs> even the big shots, it's like, you know, oh, I get seven hits. Okay, two go away to cover. Uh, I'm going to barrier two more. Uh, that yep. leaves three. I spend three dodges. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah, especially with Yoda and like uh, using all his like when he has his tokens and stuff, yeah, yeah. and it's just the like, lumin luminous turn. Oh my god, yeah! And yeah. then bouncing his cards back into your hand and going, "Oh yeah, I'm going to do that again." Like, just like <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, Yoda's crazy. That's one. Yoda is one sort of like unexplored aspect of this game that at some point I need to like get around to. Yeah. I just every time I make a, a Yoda list. I know this is this must have something to do with my play style, but every time I make one, I'm just like, this is just, this is just not enough things. Yeah, and in my heart of hearts, I know that's not true because Yoda is so ridiculous. Um, but I just I, I like lists to have a fair amount of beef in them so that you know mistakes don't. Yeah, mis mistakes always matter. Right? I don't disagree but, with you because one of the things I found that I, I don't have an answer to that that was kind of haunting me after that tournament was I put uh who did hold on I'll tell you what I had so I think I had um yeah I had the phase the phase ones with the RPS just to like I had three phase ones with RPS and one with a medic and the RPS to like get around you know all the like armor uh, because other than that, I don't really have much that yeah. does anything to armor.
but like the cumbersome with them was just so annoying and just like all right well even though i do have this answer for armor like i can't really get anywhere with it and you know what i mean it like it was it was becoming quite a hindrance and then there just wasn't like the barks just don't have enough beef to deal with armor at all like that's not why they're there you know but like and there was just all this other you're like oh man i really could use this or that you know what i mean like so i i definitely understand what you're saying it was just like missing some stuff and so it's like huh I've, I've been looking at maybe maybe pikes like with yoda that seems interesting like i just don't know that you have enough you can't it's too expensive i think yeah and you can't get the capo commander in there because of chewy because you got you're taking yep. chewy when you take yoda you know right. yeah to to play a yoda list is to kind of live on the edge where you're just really extremely skewed into objectives yeah um, particularly like if you're doing yoda barks it's not going to be a great list at killing things, but every single objective in your deck, which is going to be breakthrough, bombing, run, hostage, and recover. Yep, you are just absolutely insane at, right? Especially, I mean, some people have been stretching that to like eleven activations, which, I mean, it's super thin once you get there. But if you've got that, like, you might even have R two. Yeah. Right? Um, and if that's the case, you know, you've got potentially twelve victory points on breakthrough um you're going to be great at bombing run because you have three barks plus potentially an extra victory point to put that four three score into consideration um and then you like you know your other two objectives recover with chewy and yoda with guidance and chewy's special yoda card it's like all right i'm gonna just teleport yoda this box grab the box (laughs) and like guidance move away and oh I guess there's no more box in the middle. And then hostage is kind of similar where you're just giving tons of free moves and stuff to your yeah. hostage. And um, Yoda and Chewie are really good at just like teleporting across the board to chase down the other hostage. Um, you can do the silly Jedi mind trick thing with the one pip to just make it like automatically panic and unscorable. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it's like there's it's so many. It's just really silly at those four objectives, but you're also like not going to be killing anything. Yep. Uh, which just means you're living on the edge really with every game. Um so it's tough. I just I I know those types of lists are effective. I just cannot bring myself to do it. Um and by the way, uh, I was thinking over this more. It it was a American player. Oh. I think it was I think it was Gen Con actually that was one by Okay, I sorry, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, uh cure mode. Danny. Thank I you. I yep. apologize. Yeah, no worries. Um, it took me uh, this whole episode basically to remember that. So, well, it's just like I, you know, listen. I don't follow each and every tournament, yep. so I just ancillary here the list. I remember the list. And I remember it won. Yep. That's yeah, Gen, that's, Gen Con was it. That's the that's the extent yeah. of my. It, it, it came to me when I when we were talking about R two because um, yeah. that was a twist on that list that had right. not been in previous you know Chewy lists. So. But yeah, I mean, yeah, so there. So there that's that's what the anxiety and anguish Kyle and I have been going through this week mm-hmm. in order to I think it really hit me, Kyle. I understand why you waffle now after yep. we did that little exercise. Um what's funny is I waffle extensively and then I often just end up playing the list that I had most intended on playing anyway. Well, I, I it's, it's just, a process. It's a process right. that you gotta go through. So well, and I think we've said this a lot too, but like 
we're just in this weird spot in Legion where there is a meta for sure. And like, if you mm-hmm. really want to win, win, you probably should look at those lists. But like, we just looked at three lists that I put together that are not meta, that were just things I was like, oh, this is kind of interesting that are all you could see and go, oh, yeah, I could see that winning. You know, we're just that's the problem, right? Yeah. Is is that a lot? And, and I get that. And I think I last week I did a whole lecture about. If you really want to win, don't don't do a oh I think I can win with this. Take a I know I can win with this, yeah. you know, list and p- people got upset. But <laughs> what do you it mean? is what it is though. I mean, I mean it, I'm sorry. It's just that's how you win. I, I well, can't and I think it's especially awkward right now just because we're in a spot where um the balance between the factions I think is actually pretty decent i think there's yeah. a slight edge to the quote-unquote red state factions republican yeah. empire um but uh you know, every faction has at least one like very good list I, I think the trouble is that that um once you get past you know for for rebels and droids i think it is really just one you know rebels being cassie and ahsoka and um droids being the, the cad bane situation and you're saying Um, really good yeah yeah like top tier competitive Um, i think i think empire has probably like three yeah republic has like two to three um but it's just like there have been times in legion's history where it's been like genuinely unclear uh for multiple factions at once like what the best list is and we're not there yeah right now so it's it's awkward because the balance between the factions is actually pretty good in that they all have at least one list that can compete with the other factions lists yep um so it's like it's almost like an illusion of balance if that makes sense because all the factions have something they can feel that can compete with the others but the internal balance for the factions particularly rebels and droids is actually like really quite bad yeah well and i think too like the other problem I think we have um, is it's hard to tell too what is what's it's always been like this for Legion but like because unlike I don't know other competitive competitive games that I've been part of like Magic or Warhammer like maybe one person brings like an off meta not you know not a not like something that they came up with and they're like oh yeah no i just thought this to a tournament right so you're always like okay i know that there's going to be these four decks for sure at this turn this you know standard tournament for magic there's going to be you know these are the top lists for uh 40k i'm pretty sure i'm going to see those or direct counters to those right like that's kind of like yeah and with legion it's very much even on the competitive side it's people are i mean i'm guilty of this too like just going you're guilty of this too like you go to a tournament for fun and you're just like ah yeah this isn't the like the greatest list but i want to try it out and see what happens you know so it's like hard to gauge what is and isn't the meta what is and isn't good because you're just going uh you know because and i think a lot of times we see these tournaments where a list that we didn't think would win one just because you know we also have to remember like nothing against luke cook he's he's a great great player 
he didn't face dark troopers at worlds he didn't uh did he face blizzard maybe one blizzard he did yeah one blizzard list but like the question is did he see all the best lists right did you see all the best lists like who you know what i mean did like did, did these top did live list see all the did she see all the best lists we we don't know i mean i guess we could go back and look but in reality at most of these like a one day tournament you you're only seeing th- four other lists yeah i think actually uh, just going with that specific example yeah. i think lila had the the toughest gauntlet okay. although all like cuz she faced blizzard multiple times okay good um she faced dark troopers at least once uh, you know she faced Luke's right. double bounty so. right so she so okay so she's the example of somebody that did face like all the meta and still yep. prevailed with a with an a completely off though good to- totally those, crazy list yeah, yeah totally crazy list um and did and did very well against luke too uh you know and so yeah it's just interesting it's just an interesting thought process right because it's like okay yeah you won this tournament but what did you face like what what did you face yeah you know did you see any dark troopers no there wasn't any at the whole tournament you're like all right (laughs) like you know you know and that's the other that's the other thing too like planning for especially like these local tournaments like going this one uh i think bigger tournaments are different but like when you're going to a local you're like all right you're like that whole list we just went through for you to like pick which list yep I I think you'll face one to two of those lists. I don't think you'll face you're gonna face one, maybe two like off off lists that you're gonna be like, why did all right? Sure, this is a thing. Yeah, that happens in larger tournaments too. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, I guess I don't put. Th- Local tournaments, you know, from my comments from last week, local tournaments, I'm more of a like, yeah, you should just test play and play want. and yeah. like figure it out. And like, it, this is like, that's where I'm like, I'm like that too with local tournaments. That's where I'm playing and just seeing what's working, what's not working. You know, like the one I, I, I did win my invite. I brought, I brought a, a Blizzard Force or not blizzard uh, uh echo base i brought an echo base list you know yeah. double a double air speeder uh double fd because that's you know that takes care of tempest um you know and so like you know and then i brought yoda and then this one i'm probably gonna bring this double bounty but like i haven't actually brought blizzard force or tempest or you know anakin padme just because i'm like no nah, i want to play these other things and see how they work but when i go to like i think i'm planning on going to the everwinter tournament because that's a world qualifier uh event um i'm gonna i'm gonna bring i'll probably bring a a a real heavy list to that whether it's tempest or blizzard that's probably the two i'll be between yeah i'm I'm shocked that you have yet to play the three atsd tempest i played it here uh against friends yeah um i didn't like it the three atsts i like the two i like two atsts two, two, two bikes, two with bikes. Yeah. yeah with five with five uh of the full the full scouts that's <laughs> it's pretty it's pretty rough the full um, scouts are yeah that's what i played against lucas and honestly um 
I think I moved my scouts up a little late. I think I could have moved them up earlier in the game and really given him a lot of trouble because once they, once the scouts got up there, they, they just erased a shore unit, like one scout. Cause he, you know, it's eight black dice with an aim. Yeah. Is it the, do you have sniper rifles on them or is it just, no, they're just naked. The... They're just the eight. Yeah. It's still a scary pool for, yep. what is that? 48 points. Yep. Yeah. And scout three. So like you can get up in somebody's yep. grill real quick. Yep. You know, but um, yeah, I haven't taken it to a tournament just because frankly, I don't have all my scouts together. That's really the, that's really the main that's thing. A, I would say most people don't have five full scouts. Yeah. I have four. Uh, cause that was back when, uh, uh, I think remnant or something. I don't remember. I had three cause I was going to run three naked scat. I ran three naked full scouts with two ATSTs and, and the two, um, uh, what, what are they called? Uh, anyways, it doesn't matter. Um, the lizards, uh, I ran those two, uh, backs. Do back, thank you. And so I did have three full scouts, and then I like assembled the other two, but like just have not like really primed or painted them yet, you know. So it's like it's just tough to bring like five scouts. I did not have five scouts. Yeah, you know, I don't even have three full scouts painted. I just have the strikes team still. But I suspect forever, like these bigger conventions, the bigger tournaments, that's when I'll I'll bring out. Like I've been thinking a lot about Blizzard Force and then or that Tempest Force list because they're both nasty. Yeah. So, but this weekend it's double bounty with Boba Fett that I've completely reversed my opinion <laughs> on. He's so good. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I mean, I think the it it really was old Boba's cards that really punch him into overdrive. I think. Yeah, I think he's good. Sure. But great with those cards. Yeah, for sure. So, all right. Cool. Well, this was a great hobby episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I hope it helps people. I hope you know you guys can kind of see. You saw us go through what three, four lists and yep. like reasoning behind why we put them together, and you know, and then fixing them, and you know, it's, uh, I hope it helped. Yeah. I think it was great. Yeah. All right. Well, cool. we're the notorious scoundrels. I'm Kyle. I'm Jay. Stay fresh, cheese bags. Stay cool, fruit mat.